0: On today's episode of Citizen The Pod, I'm joined by CEO of Beautiful Brains, Christian Johnson. We discussed the terrorist attack in New Zealand and Andrew Yang. Welcome to the Yang Gang, Citizens. Stay tuned. What's up, it's Kina Zantel. Welcome back to Citizen The Pod. I am so grateful that you spend some time listening to me every week. I appreciate you and you guys are the fuel that keeps me going. That and our crazy president. Y'all know. Y'all know how I feel about 45. Anyway, let's get an introduction of my wonderful, beautiful, smart guest, entrepreneur. She's out here. She's been on TV. She's been on some reality shows. She travels this country advocating for female entrepreneurs. And just how do we get started? Like, she's welcoming us into the fray. We're trying to get the money, people. So if you want to know about how to get the money, young women, Women You Need to Know, CEO of Beautiful Brains, Christian Johnson. Mm-hmm. How are you? I am great, Kina.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Um, that was a great introduction. I mean, <laughs> I mean she's booked and busy working. All you know, no, no, no.
0: We, all, we all are trying to get, like, Miss Johnson. Oh, stop. Mm. Mm. We, out here. <laughs> we out here. So, listen, on today's show, we're going to talk about a, some heavy Topics though. The second one's a little lighter. The first one though is definitely a little heavy. And I thought you were a good person to have this conversation with because I just feel like she's, you know, she's compassionate. She like <laughs> cares about people. Like that's why she does what she does. So on March 15th, we had a terrorist attack in New Zealand. During Friday prayer at two mosques, we had a white supremacist, Australian, walk into two mosques, the El Norma. And the Linwood Islamic Center in New Zealand, and fire off, just let it go. And the saddest part about this is he live streamed this attack on Facebook, so which is extra sick, like extra sick, <laughs> like crazy. he wanted an audience. Mm-hmm. Prior to him walking into this mosque and terrorizing these folks during prayer, he authored a 73-page manifesto titled The Great Replacement, which of course was anti-immigrant, which was anti-Muslim. It was filled with white nationalist rhetoric. It talked about white genocide, conspiracy theories. It was just a rant of all the things that our country has seen before, and we try to like rush under the rug because we yeah. don't want to talk about it. And you know, I, my my just my heart goes out to all Muslims across this mm-hmm. co- this world, you know, because. Contrary to what the media portrays, Muslims have been the targets and have been the ones who have been killed the most from terrorist attacks. Like, you know, there are Muslims who are radicals and they attack their own because they may be adhering to Muslim principles of openness and acceptance and love and caring and that want to see women progress. And then we have white nationalists adding a layer of terror to this community. And, you know, as people of color in this country, lynching is not considered terrorism. For us, it is. For Mm -hmm. black people, we will call it how we see it. We have been terrorized by white supremacists and white nationalists in this country. And finally, the narrative around (laughs) this is going back to this place the crazy thing about this, again, is social media. And it's really important in our everyday lives. It is. Um, as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we know the value of YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and how it can bring people to your platform. the cheapest marketing you could possibly get. Oh yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, it's an important platform, but how do you feel about the way it's been turned?
1: Well, social media, I think, is, you know has the good and the bad side. It's the devil and the angel, and I they just think that it's how you use it. You can have, you know, a cotton ball, and somebody can use it for bad. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. it just it, it it's how yeah. everybody interprets something. And you know, you can't really stop all of the evil in the world. Mm-hmm. And I really, when you mentioned um, Muslims are under attack right now, um, they and they are, and they have been for a while. And you know, Islam is really a peaceful faith. religion. Yes, and so I think. I think that people are very empowered by our president, Mm -hmm. uh, his narrative, his rhetoric, everything that comes along with him, all the permissions he silently gives to people. Mm -hmm. And it's just spreading across the world. And it's really not just 45 to be, you know, to be fair. It is literally happening across the world. Yes. um, This rise of white nationalism. But for your social media point, I think that, you know, the large social media companies, the Facebooks, uh, they need to be able to take some accountability Mm. for what's out there because that is traumatizing and it's continuously traumatizing if you have to watch it over and over and over again, you know, but what's the difference of seeing that or seeing Syria being bombed on the news? You know, we right. see these things happening mm-hmm. and maybe it's a wake-up call. If anything, it could be turned into a wake-up call, but yeah, social media, it has changed our lives and it's never going away. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn to be able to live with that normal.
0: Yeah. And, you know, what's different between the U.S. and New Zealand is they actually have a chief censor of New Zealand. Freedom of speech is a right that they have, but not to the extent that we do. You can be charged, you can be fined, you can be arrested. And some folks actually have for sharing the content of that video or being a you know a conveyor of racist hateful speech they want to live in a peaceful society so i think that was an interesting mm-hmm. twist from how we view speech here in america and and again there it's night and day seeing the prime minister of new zealand address her country after you know this issue mm-hmm as opposed to what we see coming from our president and presidents beforehand, because she immediately said to her, you know, to her country, we're going to now make changes to our gun laws. And did it. And (laughs) And did it. Within a quick, like a week. amount of time. They've been able to, you know, change how you can access guns in their country. Mm -hmm. We get thoughts and prayers. Yeah.
1: Well, that's because we have, you know, America thrives off of money. Of course, mm-hmm. all countries do, but I mean, we're the land of the greed. And yes, so, we are. you know, the NRA is real and mm-hmm. the NRA has their hands in, their, uh, in a lot of people's pockets and they um, they control a lot. And, and it's as messed up as it is, is we mm-hmm. trade lives for money in this country. Yes, we do. And to be the most advanced country and to have all of these shootings that are proven not to happen around the globe, mm-hmm. Really only in the United States is and, and for people to still turn their back and turn a blind eye to it. That is directly correlated to who we have in office. Mm. And the only thing we can do is change that because, you know, trying to take down the NRA, who knows that's going to happen. What we can do is change who is who is beholden to them and whose pockets that they're in so that they don't have the power anymore because that's really what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. It's They're not going to get rid of gun laws. People are going to always quote the Constitution and their Second Amendment rights and all of that which is really not the point. Right. It's just common sense just like to your point of free speech. We can have free speech but why do you get to stand on a mountain and talk about, you know, killing people. Killing people. Yeah, and then that's really what the Prime Minister in New Zealand was saying that you don't have the free speech to say that. And to incite violence and to mm-hmm. do things like that. Exactly. But Buffalo, Buffalo, the United States, we have this, you know, we are just so into the Constitution and we will not have our rights taken away whereas people don't understand common
0: sense Mm -hmm. laws, common sense things. Right. And the shooter said that the election of Trump was the most important event in modern history. So, if that doesn't touch your soul for 2020. I don't know what else, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say to you. I don't know what else
1: try to think of what type of life you have to have for like the election of Trump to be so important
0: right <laughs> so like that was the most important turn. Me, like most is... important thing to happen in modern history was okay. the election of 45 and the man is Australian living in New Zealand, right? So words matter, actions matter, rhetoric matters. What you put on TV matters. What you put on your Facebook matters. And you know, the like I mentioned, the algorithm itself for Facebook, YouTube is to, so the issue that they had with um, taking the content down from the shooter was one, once you put something on, Social media and thousands of people view it, it can be um, um, downloaded, down. moved to another platform. And you know, the algorithms that they use to draw you to the topics that are important to you can easily entrench you and take you down a rabbit hole that you can't walk yourself out of. So yeah. you know, if yeah. you're watching hate speech, like I you know, I watch my makeup tutorials all the time, and I watch one and something else pops up. So I'm like, yes, girl, I'm about to watch that one. The same thing happens with Hate
1: speech. The same oh my thing happens, and it's not just on one platform. You could be looking at something on Google, and if you're on your Facebook or Instagram, those ads are going to pop up. I mean, yes. this is all artificial like, Do intelligence. Yes, it's my mind? Yes, yeah, it is. It's artificial intelligence, and it's. I mean, algorithms are getting smarter. You know, machine learning. Everything is getting smarter. The more and more people use it, mm-hmm. and so they absolutely is. It's almost. It's almost crazy. You can almost think about something, and it's going to pop up on your phone. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it is. It's that deep of you know, just taking and that personal data. It's so valuable to people just Mm -hmm. as every time you search, every time you scroll. But yeah, that's exactly why that happens. And, you know, people are weak minded. You know, you get to seeing 10, 20,
0: 100 videos over and over again. You know, you're hey, we're all impressionable. Exactly. And the more we fill our minds with things that are, you know, negative to society, it becomes a part of you. So it's it's just about inputs. Yeah. Your inputs
1: lead to your outputs. And so, yeah. it's
0: super important. So we're going to pivot because that was just listen, I had to bring <laughs> it up because I think that it's just important for us to continue the conversation about the role of social media on our everyday lives, especially in something as tragic um, as the attack in New Zealand. So Citizen the Pod, I know my listeners prayed for those people and list whatever people have donated. People have, you know, sent a prayer. Sometimes that's what we just need to continue to do. So anyway, another popping person on social media who used a conventional way (laughs) of getting into our lives is Andrew Yang. See, listen, folks, Mm -hmm. I like underdog politicians like I like underdog (laughs) people like I like someone from the other side of The stick to decide to run for office like those are more interesting people to me. Like I know it's important to run, but it's important for us to have varying perspectives in the conversation. So I'm excited because this guy no one knew about. I didn't know about the man until he started talking about automation on The Breakfast Club. Posted that on my Instagram. Got mad views because he brought up a topic that I didn't even know was Real, Yeah.
1: yeah. And then I
0: found that it was real because Steve Bannon was talking about it. If y'all don't know who Steve Bannon is, Google the crazy behind who made 45, (laughs) right? So, you know, China is positioning themselves to become the country that is going to master ai and manufacturing which is going to take millions of manufacturing jobs off of u.s soil into these factories and we're going to be left to kind of do the like the rung of the work in manufacturing oh yeah which is crazy but he's also became famous for talking about a few other things the giving everybody a thousand dollars a month folks $1,000 $1,000 a month. Like, what could you do with $1,000 a month? I mean, <laughs> what, what could well, you, you know, do? I think that,
1: uh, you know, $1,000 a month is $1,000. I, I could find something to do. right? <laughs> but I think that that ties into automation. I mean, he's saying that jobs are going to be obsolete yes. for people, and so we need to subsidize people with $1,000 a month $12,000 a year. Yeah. And Which that way we can much. offset that. And you saying China, as far as AI and controlling that, whoever controls AI controls the world. That's period. And right. so if China is the one who is putting all the resources by because 45 does not understand the importance of mm-hmm. putting resources behind it, and he'd rather put it into a big, beautiful wall. Right. This is why the shift in global power is happening. But, um, yeah, absolutely. $12,000, I mean, but think about it. That mm-hmm. offsets Medicaid at all. I mean, not, maybe I mean Medicaid. Medical. Yeah. But welfare um, gets people off of that, you know, off of just being on straight welfare, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe offset food stamps and things. I mean, a thousand dollars doesn't go a long way Mm -hmm. for a family, but it is a start, especially Mm -hmm. if your job is in jeopardy.
0: Right. right? Online, his group of followers is called the Yang Gang. So there are tons of (laughs) memes out there. Um, he's been on podcasts. He's actually used podcasts to launch his conversation. So I think he's been on like the Seth Rogan show. He's been on Freakonomics. He's on Instagram flossing. Like yes. he's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> and you know, central. I think it's, he is another New Yorker, though. So I mean, we have 45 oh, I'm partial to New Yorkers. We got Bernie Sanders, <laughs> we have Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, and we got Andrew Yang, Taiwanese, um, but he does have things about him that makes him very like someone that will run for office. The man went to Brown in Columbia. He has his law degree. He started up. He has startups that he started up. Um a venture it's his, Yep. It's called yeah. Startup Venture for America. Um, it funds a five-week boot camp on entrepreneurship and then sets them up with jobs within those um, in startup companies, which is super cool. Entrepreneurship, we're the ones who entrepreneurs are the people who hire people the most, I mean.
1: What was interesting about that his that venture was that he was offsetting, and it's kind of a theme of what he does. He was trying to offset the rich people, who rich people who automatically get into certain programs mm-hmm. because they have the um, financial means to be able to do that. So he was offering it to those who couldn't um, afford it mm-hmm. and bring them out and put them into startups. And so, I mean, it was a really cool idea. So I'm, I'm starting to, the more I know about him, starting to see as a threat of really caring about the underdogs, mm-hmm. really caring about, Instead, and I believe he's wealthy. I'm not sure if he's wealthy or not, but-
0: he was a lawyer. Um, so he made some money and just got sick of making money. It was like, this just doesn't fulfill me. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial stuff. Okay. We're right, if it doesn't right. it doesn't make me happy that I'm making eight figures in yeah. here. I yeah. can floss, but I'm not happy. Like, <laughs> so let me go help people. So I think that's super cool. And I guess his one of his slogans is humanity first. Like right. simple. To the point, no no must, no fuss, you get it. so, people are also asking, like, how do you pay for this? He's also proposed adding a value-added tax so, I th- tax. so, he goes in to talk about how we know Netflix, we know Google, we know Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. We even know our president, like, we know 45 did not pay no taxes last year. <laughs> but we pay taxes on a regular basis, but they didn't pay any taxes. So, that means they did not give any money to, you know, roads, bridges, nothing.
1: So... I don't know. I just think he's. No, I think that I think he's spot on. I mean, these companies, just like the whole Amazon in New York mm-hmm. thing, these companies come in and they want these huge incentives and tax breaks and yes. billions of dollars in tax cuts and things like that, and um, they don't end up paying their fair share, and they just they're continuously making record profits quarter yes. after quarter. yeah so So it makes sense where he's saying. Where on the other hand, forty-five is like more tax break and for more you guys, <laughs> right. more for the rich and the elite. He's saying let them. Pay which everybody always says, let the rich pay a little bit more, on, you know, and mm-hmm. bring down. But he's saying more as the corporate conglomerates, let them pay some some more and we'd be able to fund all of these people with $1,000 a month mm-hmm. and things like that and it wouldn't have to raise taxes.
0: Yeah. But he's um, he's he is on a bandwagon for all things that the Democratic candidates are talking about. Medicaid for all, paid family leave. So he's still, you know, legalizing marijuana and he wants to... This is the kicker. Why didn't we think about this earlier? He wants a White House psychologist. Yeah,
1: when I saw staff. that, it was like genius. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, I,
0: I know you're stressed working in the I White had House. Impeachment already, right? <laughs> if we would have I mean, at least, a- like
1: this man looked at first by know? a doctor that didn't write a three sentence note. Right by a doctor who actually has a degree. Right,
0: mm, that's so, you know that's a whole that would be interesting. I, I might vote you know? for
1: him just for
0: that. Part. <laughs> because I mean it's a stressful job, so we need to make sure that you're not buckling under the stress and also two feet away from the, the nuclear, nuclear codes. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. so all right, people, you want to know more about how you can. Catch up with this beautiful woman, smart lady who can help you start your business. Where can they find you? Where can they find out more about beautiful brains? So I teach
1: a class called Get Your Pitch Together, which is why my shirt says Life's a Pitch. Sure is. So, <laughs> so um, you can find me at uh, thedeckdiva.com. You can find me at I Am Christian Johnson on all social media platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. And... Um,
1: Info at beautifulbrains.org.
0: We'll be working together because we're both entrepreneurs. We are trying to chase this bag together. Yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, all right, folks, y'all know my spiel. If we can send a hundred thousand men and women to war, we can send them same folks to votes. We've got work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we can't stop now. Like we on this oh train towards change. Let's keep it going. Let's not keep it another churning. four years. Not mm-hmm. another 2020 is around. that? People. Another
1: four years. But,
0: <laughs> but anyway, we in it. We here. This was Citizen the Pod. What's up, citizens, voters, patriots? It's your girl Kina Zontel. And if you want to know more about me and the show, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kina Zantel, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kina Zantel, and hit subscribe on all the podcast platforms that you're listening to the show on.